Hey guys, it's me, David here, with a little pre-podcast message just to let you know that there have already been some big changes in the world of Right Together. So, uh, as of just about right now, uh, we are going to be hosting our podcasts over on Podomatic. Um, which is uh, a, a podcast hosting site, very similar, you know, to, to what I was using, which was Anchor. Um, I did consider Podbean uh, for a period of time because I did have some trouble signing up for Podomatic. Um, but Podomatic actually reached out to me when they saw I was having that trouble and went out of their way not only to fix my problems, but to actually... Uh, sort of compensate me for the lost time by allowing me access to uh, some of their pro features whilst I'm getting up and running on their platform so big kudos to to Chris at Podomatic for for doing that Um, and I figured why don't we get this podcast up on Podomatic tonight as sort of episode one of the Podomatic era even though technically it is episode four of the series I do happen to think thus far it's the best episodes Um, I will be posting a brand new episode tomorrow and you are going to notice some differences in terms of the production value um you know things like there won't be so much backing music there'll be certain segments and things of that nature but i just want to give you guys a heads up uh on all that i hope you're all staying safe out there um and enjoy the episode i enjoyed making it it got a lot of great feedback and uh, i hope some of the advice in there about screenwriting competitions helps you thanks and uh speak to you again soon Hey y'all, and welcome to Write Together, episode 4. It's me, your host, as always, David, but you can call me Dave. How are you? Good, good, I'm glad to hear it. So guys, I do have some news, some bad news. Um, It looks like I will not be submitting to the BBC's Bursary Comedy Script Competition this year. Uh, There is still a chance, uh, but basically last night, Final Draft just crapped out on me. Couldn't get my script to to open, uh, to work on it. Um, So what I ended up doing, I switched over to Writer Duet. Side note, Writer Duet Duet is a web-based script writing program um, and it has a free version that you can just use um, and it's really really good in fact I found it so good that within sort of 45 minutes I'd already upgraded to to a pro account um, and that's not a plug by the way it was really that good just go give it a try for yourself I, I really really liked it but um, with the time left I, I just don't see that what I would submit if I finish in time because I will have rushed it because I'm having to transcribe from page one I can't I, I, I can't um, import the final draft file into writer duet normally you would be able to do that but whatever corruption has happened with my current FDX file has really really screwed it up so I can't 
you know import that into writer duet so with the time left you know what i would end up submit submitting i just feel because i would have rushed it it wouldn't really be any good or at least not good enough um for the competition and to be honest you know i'm not about entering screenwriting competitions just for the sake of it i am out here trying to build a career um and actually win or at least you know top three top ten at least show you know progression and 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 kind of prove to myself mainly that i'm capable of writing uh be it screenplays or or, or even novels so yeah that sucks um I am still going to finish this script because I am in love with the idea and I will produce a series bible so it's all ready to go should I ever want to enter another competition which uh, which we will come to in a minute because that is going to be the topic of this podcast today um, but yeah I, 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 I don't want to get to the point where there's a script competition coming up that I do want to enter and I haven't got anything brand new ready to submit so I'm going to finish this current script write the series bible or the series development plan as the BBC calls it and kind of have that in reserve um, for the future so for today's podcast what are we going to do we are going to be focusing almost exclusively on screenplays today i will be doing a book writing specific podcast down the line too uh so that's novels novellas short stories all that sort of stuff Uh, but today we're looking at screenplays and specifically screenplay competitions because here's the thing there are a lot a lot of screenplay uh, competitions out there um, they take your money you submit your script and cross your fingers for a high numbered finish or even holy shit a win but I've got some bad news almost almost all screenplay competitions are useless in terms of using them to attract representation which is pretty much why any screenwriter enters these things you know they do well in a competition and they get a bunch of managers looking to help run things for them for a cut of course for a percentage but the truth is is that is rare that only happens when either a the script is so good that only a manager who had just hit his head and suffered concussion would not be after the writer for or b you enter the right competition with a kick-ass script and place highly then you may find yourself suddenly the hottest writing property in town for a while but it is rare and the, and the truth of it is there are a scant few competitions that are really really worth entering and that and as far as i'm concerned you can safely ignore the rest the vast majority what they'll do is they will charge you an entrance fee a lot of times that entrance fee is pretty high um, and even if you win the whole thing finishing in first place what do you get normally literally nothing except the ability to say I won the Romford Film Society's original screenplay competition 
Look, sometimes if you're lucky, there may be a cash prize, but it won't be a lot. And I promise you, you won't have any potential reps knocking down your door. Okay, and, and you didn't enter that competition for the cash prize. I mean, maybe you did, but most people looking to build a career, uh, especially in the US, uh, where people are looking to get into writer's rooms um, so that they can eventually you know, pitch and film a pilot and, and what have you, especially in that environment, um, they're not looking at the cash prize. They're looking at placing highly in a prestigious screenplay competition so that they can get representation and start getting their scripts in front of the right people. Uh, so yeah, there may be a cash prize, but it won't be a lot. And as I say, I promise you, you won't have any potential reps knocking down your door. And I know this because I've heard the story over and over again from really good screenwriters who have entered and won these sorts of competitions time and again and came away essentially with a few kind words and empty hands now look i realize that that is a lot of negativity i realize that and if there is some janky competition out there that you want to enter and if the entrance fee isn't too high and you just kind of want to see how you stack up against the local competition, go right ahead and do it. Just don't get yourself into debt entering a competition um, that isn't going to lead anywhere even if you win it. So what we're going to do now for the rest of the podcast is we're actually going to go through uh, what I consider and what I think most people consider are the the screenplay competitions to enter these are the ones these are the gold standard these are the ones you want to win or place highly in if you win or place highly in these competitions then if everything after that goes well you could find yourself with a very successful career so why don't we start with the creme de la creme of screenwriting competitions it is of course the nickel award so it's the nickel fellowships in screenwriting a um, little bit of history so the uh it, it goes back to the 80s so there was uh, a lady named g nickel she was a widow of a film producer named don nickel who worked with uh, Julian Bolstein in the 80s uh, to develop the program with the Academy because the, uh, the, the, the Nico Fellowship is of course administered by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Now there are winners of this particular competition that have gone on to be nominated for an Academy Award. Uh, and that was Susanna Grant, who won the award in 1992, or rather won the competition in 1992, and then was nominated for an Academy Award for the, for the screenplay for Erin Brockovich. Um, just having a look at the history of the award, uh, as of 2013, 17 winning scripts have later been produced. And this is the top-rated screenplay competition there is and even there only 17 of the actual winning scripts have been produced so what that shows you is that even if you go 
on to win what is considered the top award, the top uh, competition when it comes to screenplays. There is no guarantee that the screenplay you write will actually be produced. What these awards are about is identifying writing talent. So you may very well write a script that wins that competition, but that script, after you've won that competition, will never see the light of day again because you will get signed by a, a rep or a manager or an agent um, and you'll get shopped around studios and uh, production companies and things of this nature. And what happens then is, is they ask you, what else have you got? You know, uh, the golden rule is always if you're going in to pitch uh, a script, you always got to have another script in your back pocket because they're always going to ask you, what else have you got? So even if you've won this prestigious award um, and you've gone out and you've got yourself that representation and they've gone with you to these meetings with these studios, execs or whoever, um, you're going to need to come up with ideas of the caliber that won you that award in the first place to make sure that your career hits the heights that you're looking for it to hit. I mean, it may be a case of you win that award uh, and you go into a meeting with a, with, a, with a showrunner for a show that's maybe already on the air and they want you to come into the writer's room and they want you to learn you know the system that way and then you graduate from there to maybe one day uh you know being a showrunner yourself or perhaps you know you want to write uh feature films that's a whole nother ball game because then you're dealing with uh you know studio heads and directors and and people of that nature so even winning this highly prestigious awards um is no guarantee that you're going to get something produced i will say for being such a highly regarded um award it is not something that is like really um you know it, it, the, the the bar to entry is not too high okay because they don't charge you an extortionate entry fee um or anything like that i mean i'll, I'll go through with you know the um the entries uh, fees with you and what exactly you get out of um, the nickel fellowship so first thing to say it's generally regarded as one of the top three best screenwriting contests in the world and we will get to the other two in a bit um, up to five writers each win $35,000 fellowships from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences um, I have seen people say that the award tends to uh sort of um prioritize or favor dramas but regardless if you place highly in this competition um you will get a lot of industry heat like people will be on you because they will see you as the next best uh, the next big thing in terms of screenwriting so just looking at the entry fees from this year um so the way they do it is they have like an early regular and late entry fee um and it's really not that uh expensive to enter so if you um if you enter early you're paying 45 dollars. if you enter 
during the regular entry period it's sixty dollars and if you enter late uh it's an 85 dollar entry fee so it's not that much money um but you've also got to balance that against the fact that at that rate a lot of people are going to be entering so your script is gonna have to be just top-notch it's gonna have to be I mean I personally if I were looking to enter nickel which I might I would be spending a year to 18 months working on this script uh, just to make sure that I have the best chance possible of placing um, or of getting one of those top five spots um, so yeah, it's 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 the it's the one to enter if you're going to enter anyone at all. Um, most recent winners of the award, so we can have a look at that. I mean, you've got last year's winners were Aaron Chung for the scripts for Princess Vietnam. You've got Karen McDermott for Lullabies of La Yaula. Uh, Renee Pillay for Boy With Kite, Sean Malcolm with Mother and Walter McKnight for Street Rat Alley Punches Her Ticket. Now I'd have to double check but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say as good as these scripts probably were they didn't get produced because as I've said they're not looking really to produce the scripts that you submit. They're just looking to identify your talent and then have a manager, an agent, whatever, acquire you and shop you around. That's what it's all about. That's the name of the game. So that's the Nickel Fellowship. That's the creme de la creme, as I said, of screenwriting contests. But another big one, and one that a lot of people like, um, and, and kind of have... Uh, I think people like it actually more than the nickel simply because it has a bit more it, it, it seems more interested in a wider range of genre uh, I am talking of course about the Austin screenwriting competition um, basically with Austin what it is it's all about creating a, a networking system for new writers uh, to further their career within the industry um, Professionals within the industry recognize that the Austin Film Festival um, has one of the best screenplay contests in the world uh, with reps from agencies and production companies participating in the judging process. So you, you in the past would have had uh, judges from places like Focus Features, uh, Lightstorm Entertainment, CAA and others. Um, but they have a, a, a range of things that you can enter. So you can enter a feature, a teleplay, or even a short, uh, you know, a short, 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 short film. Um, and again, entry fees are not extortionate. You know, early entry fee, $45. Regular entry fee, $60. Late entry fee, $70. Prize-wise, you get a cash prize uh, for narrative feature or documentary feature of $2,500. A $1,000 prize for a narrative short, uh, dark matters feature, comedy vanguard feature. Uh, $500 for a narrative student short, an animated short, or a documentary short. Um, 
they will reimburse up to £500 your round trip airfare to attend the Austin Film Festival because again the um, the, the the Austin screenwriting competition is part of the Austin Film Festival. Um, you'd receive the Austin Film Festival Typewriter Award. So uh, a nice little thing that you can sort of hang up in your house or put on a shelf somewhere. Um, and the winning films in the narrative short, documentary short and animated short categories are eligible to be nominated for an Academy Award. So again, this is one of those uh, very few screenwriting competitions that I highly advise that if you've got if you think you've got the talent and you spent uh, you know enough time working on that script in whichever one of the categories that you you're planning to enter go ahead and do it because the entry fees are low but the upside is just huge the potential upsides for your career because uh, winning at the Austin Film Festival in any of the categories is going to get you a lot of attention it's going to get you industry heat it's going to have people blowing up your mobile phone so it's it's a real good one to enter um i think what we'll do today is we'll just look at the top three from my perspective and then maybe we'll do another episode uh for more sort of uh sort of mid-range mid-level uh competitions where perhaps the rewards aren't as great but they're still really good for uh you know reputationally for example so last but certainly not least is the screencraft screenplay contest so screencraft you i'm sure you've heard of screencraft um they have a very useful website that i myself have used uh many times just to kind of use as a resource they have writers summits consulting blogs ebooks tons of ebooks and e-courses that kind of thing but the screenwriting competition that screencraft holds um is one of the top three um in the industry so let's get into what screencraft offers uh, a pers uh, perspective screenwriter when entering one of their contests so screencraft are a little bit different so um they don't do things exactly like the others so basically screencraft when taken as a whole is essentially a sort of talent discovery organization um a screenwriting talent discovery organization um and for that reason it basically has one of the most wide-ranging genre specific competitions to choose from when submitting a script so you can submit scripts in the action adventure genre the drama genre comedy horror family friendly romantic comedy uh all those sorts of things um the they have an they also hold an annual Screencraft Screenwriting Fellowship that accepts feature film screenplays and TV pilots. It's a really effective program in terms of launching careers of talented and emerging screenwriters. Um, and if you're like me, anything like me, you want to win that. 
or at least one of their <laughs> one of their uh, competitions. Um, just to give you an idea, some of the past winners uh, at ScreenCraft have gone on to sign with agents at CAA, WME, UTA. They've written for Netflix, Blumhouse, CBS, Millennium Entertainment. Um, and the winners and finalists of ScreenCraft's competitions, they're not all just LA-based writers. They come from all over the world. Um, so in terms of deadlines and entry fees, ScreenCraft's a little bit different because they basically have ongoing competitions year round. So it's really going to be a lot easier if you're interested in this it, to hit up their website. But I'll give you an idea. So at the moment, they have open competitions for um, uh, an animation screenplay a drama screenplay, a horror screenplay, a stage play writing competition uh, and they will soon be opening uh, in August and July so in August it's the action and adventure screenplay competition and in July it's the TV pilot uh, competition. Later on in the year, they will have a cinematic book writing competition, a comedy screenplay competition, a family screenplay competition, um, a film fund, a sci-fi and fantasy screenplay competition, and of course, towards the end of the year, um, the Screencraft Screenwriting Fellowship. To be honest, out of all of these, although Nichols has the, you know, the sparkly, sparkly, you know, look at me, I won Nichols. I personally think Screencraft um, are your best bet in terms of getting, uh, getting noticed. Because there are such a wide range of genres that you can write within and formats that you can write within. So TV, features, shorts, animation, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and also you can kind of track where their winners have gone so I'll give you a super quick example so uh, in 2018 uh, the second place winner in the 2018 comedy uh, competition sold a screenplay to Netflix and signed with a manager the 2019 fellowship winner signed with a manager at think tank MGMT uh, you got Anna Klassen, who was a 2017 fellowship winner. She is now writing for Netflix. So these people entered in whatever genre they felt comfortable writing in. Um, they won, or in many cases, they didn't even win. They came second. Um, and they still went on to get the representation, sign with a company like Netflix. Uh, in Anna Klassen's case, she was signed to to write two feature films for Netflix you know she was voted onto the blacklist which is a, a, um, another screenwriting uh, contest I, I suppose that I will get into in, in, into in another episode she signed uh, with WME those are her agents these are the kinds of screenplay competitions you should be entering Nichols, Austin, Screencrafts forget all the rest Find out when the deadline is in either of these three awards. Uh, find out when their deadline is for your particular genre and get to work on that script and make it perfect and submit it 
and get out there and grab the world by the balls and and make your career happen because it's not going to happen just sitting around that's half the reason i started this podcast was to hold me accountable but also to try and help you guys uh with a little bit of inspiration just by telling you this stuff you know that it is possible to succeed you don't need to be based in la you know to 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 write yes sure it's 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 it gives you a leg up if you're career goal is to wind up in the writer's room of a network tv show but if you want to you know with the rise of streaming services and everything else it's never been less important in terms of where you physically are um and that's it you know that's all i've really got to say on the subject of screenwriting competitions today i hope this has been helpful to some of you please hit me up on twitter uh at right together pc that's right together pc all one word uh you can email me right with dave at gmail.com if you want to have a chat if you're an author out there looking to maybe wants to come on and 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 uh, have a chat do an interview about your book or your plans for the future i'm open i'm ready to hear you and speaking of which I think today is a good day to announce the very first guest that we are going to be having here on Right Together uh, next Wednesday. So that's the 10th of June. We are going to be having the wonderful Gillian Harvey, who is the author of a recently published book called Everything is Fine. Uh, she's going to be appearing on the podcast with me to talk about her book you know her process uh hopefully how she you know went about getting it published that side of things you know the the, everything you know away from the actual writing of the novel i'm really looking forward to speaking with her um and i hope you guys will tune in um uh to, to to hear what she has to say uh you can follow her on twitter at uh jill plus five at f i v e not the number five and I'm going to let you all go. This has been the longest podcast to date, coming in at almost half an hour. Uh, I hope you guys like the longer format. Um, I've enjoyed it. And I hope you guys have a, have a, have a great rest of your evening. Uh, I'm off to enjoy watching some Netflix. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm going to write. I am going to write. That's what I'm going to do. Because that's all I should ever be doing. I need to write. Let me get on to write a duet. Finish up this script. Good luck to you out there. I hope. I, I really, really hope that if even one person listens to this podcast and hears me talk about these, in particular, these three competitions and enters them and wins one or places top five or whatever and gets a manager and builds a career, that would make, I would be so happy for them. Um, and it's what I'm aiming to achieve too and we're all doing this together last thing a little bit of housekeeping i just want to get out of the way so when i came up with the name for the podcast right together i had absolutely no idea that there was already a uh an existing uh website called right together um who 
do kind of a similar thing to what I'm doing. So they don't do podcasts, but the whole idea of the website is that it kind of holds you as a writer accountable. Um, so you set a you know you set yourself a set number of words per day to write, and you get reminders and all this sorts of things. And you've got a community of writers who who are there to support each other. Um, so uh, first thing, just want to say thank you to um, the admins over at writetogether.space that's writetogether.space for being cool with me using write together for my podcast um and i am now in fact using the writetogether.com space website as another accountability tool for myself um so check those guys out they're doing really great things over there too um and that's about it that's me signing off i hope you guys have a great night and i will speak to you the next time i do a podcast have a good one guys